Welcome to the Total Wealth Academy radio show, where wealth includes much more than just money. It includes family, fitness, romance, and all the other parts of a balanced life. Listen and learn how 70% of the millionaires in America made their money using real estate. Now your host, real estate investor and consultant, Steve Davis. Happy Wednesday, everybody. This is Trevor Davis back on the air live. Today is November 30th, 2022, and it has been five weeks since the last time I've been live on the air. Um, first thing was that I was in the Tony Robbins event, the UPW Unleashed the Power Weekend, West Palm Beach, Florida, the first week of November. It came back after screaming my lungs out. I could not speak live over the air. So I apologize for that. And then at the end of that week, I got a severe chest cold, which only exacerbated the condition. So the week after, I could not speak live over the air again. I mean, at that point, I kind of could have, but you would have been hearing me cough and hack the entire time and pause for breath the entire time. So that was just not going to be an appropriate experience for you listeners. And then, of course, last week, it was Thanksgiving. Wednesday, we were off. So five weeks, folks, I'm back. And as always, I want to start off with our quote from Einstein, which is the measure of intelligence is the ability to change. And that's the main thing about what UPW was about. And just to be absolutely clear moving forward, because I'm going to keep calling it by the acronym UPW, that's Unleash the Power Weekend with Tony Robbins, which is what we did in the first weekend of this month in West Palm Beach. It was his first live event since COVID started. So it was a big deal. There was a ton of energy in the room. And at UPW, the biggest theme is change. You know, why is somebody going out to a Tony Robbins event if not to bring change in some way, shape, or form? And that's what I approached it with. That's what has happened to me. That's what has happened to four of my coworkers who came out with me. We shared an Airbnb there, which was a very, very fun experience overall with everything, the UPW event. I mean, these days are, it's literally from 10 a.m. to 12 at midnight, if not more. And the very first night is the firewalking event. And I mean, let, let me not get too far ahead of myself here. What, what I'm going to be doing on the radio show today and over the coming weeks is really giving y'all my understanding and interpretation of UPW. And to make it really crystal clear here, I have to tell you, as I've been telling everybody, that this is undoubtedly an experience that you have to take part in at least once in your life. If you are serious about yourself, if you are serious about your life, and maintaining the best results for you and your loved ones, you need to attend this event. Period. You have to go to this event. You absolutely must do this event at some time. As soon as possible is preferable. So it was four whole days, and it's going to be basically each day got a little bit earlier and earlier, slightly, and we ended up still going past 12 at the very last day. So that was the Sunday. So it was the Monday. And then we went back to our Airbnb and slept. And then 
yeah, there's there's a lot to process, but the first day is the firewalking day, and I don't want to spoil the experience there, but there's a lot of buildup, and let me tell you that I walked across burning hot coals that are 2,000 to 2,500 degrees Fahrenheit, and that is one of the most interesting experiences out there. That's something that you absolutely have to do for yourself at the live event. So let's start getting into the content here today. And again, this is going to be my understanding, my interpretation. What I got, especially for myself, is going to be part of the bias of the content here, as it were. Everybody who attends this is going to get something different out of it. And the differences were seen just in our group of five that went to this event. But everything was positive change. Everything was something that we've been able to work on to improve ourselves just over this past less than a month. One of the first things I talk about is the success cycle. The success cycle is going to be potential to action to results, and the results are what create your certainty and belief. And a belief a long, long time ago, including in the ancient Roman days, so 2,000 years ago, when they had the mile, as we know it today, people didn't believe that you could run a mile in less than four minutes. People thought it was impossible. And as they saw people have the, the potential was there in theory. So that's kind of taken for granted. We, we feel like there's potential there. The action is attempting to run the mile with less than four minutes. The results are nobody was able to do it. So we start to create this certainty and belief that it's impossible, and that's what held up it for humanity for hundreds upon hundreds of years. But then a guy comes along named Roger Bannister, and he is a track star, and all of a sudden... This man was able to run a mile less than four minutes. So that shattered expectation. That shattered the certainty and belief that humans cannot do that whatsoever. Because he did it. It was clearly possible. Was he exhausted by the time he crossed the line? Absolutely. Because as you see in the picture, it looks like he's about to pass out. And I'm kind of curious if he did. But after transcending that limitation, that limiting belief that we had about humanity, all of a sudden, all of these other people are able to do sub-four-minute miles, including people that had never, ever done it themselves before. So this is something that's called the Bannister Effect, from Roger Bannister shredding the record of the four-minute mile. Now, at this point, that record's been shredded many, many times over and over again. And nowadays, we have the fastest mile ever. I don't know what that number is, but it just gets faster every year. We keep seeing that once somebody understands that an action is possible, it's been done by other people, 
so many other people suddenly become capable of doing it themselves, even if it's something that seems impossible, even if it's something that seems incomprehensible, and especially if it's something that someone and all these other people have been doing and failing at for, in this case, hundreds of years. I mean, thousands of years, tens of thousands of years if you really look at it. But it ended up being possible and causing this huge positive ripple effect, not just for him, the triumph that comes from transcending that limitation, but positive effects for everybody in his sphere and beyond. There's a lot of positivity that comes from transitioning and transcending certain limiting beliefs. Once we get back, we will continue with my dissection of UPW 2022. Stay tuned. If you have money in an IRA, 401k, or other retirement account, you can use it to invest passively in real estate without tax or penalty. Our average rate of return is three times that of the stock market and mutual funds with much less volatility. If you have over $70,000, you can start passive investing today. Please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. That's TotalWealthAcademy.com for reservations. Thank you. Welcome back, everybody, to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. This is Trevor live broadcasting November 30th, 2022, after five weeks of not being live on the air for a couple of different reasons. But here I am now. And one of those reasons was I was in Florida the first week of November at the UPW Tony Robbins event. So if you're just tuning in, this is going to be now and over the next couple of weeks, my interpretation my dissection of this incredible event that I believe everybody needs to experience at least once if you want to have the best possible life that you can get. Now, over the break, I looked up the current world record for fastest mile. It is currently 3 minutes, 43.13 seconds, held by a man from Morocco named Hisham El Garouj. And this record was actually set on July 7, 1999. So the record has been strong for over 23 years at this point. So I think one of y'all needs to go out there and beat this record already. That's a very long time to hold this record. And it sounds like we're getting ourselves another set of limiting beliefs that could we believe that this record is unbeatable? Is this the fastest a human being without robotics can run, mm, I doubt it. We'll probably see this change in our lifetimes. So let's continue into our content. And this was over four days, so I'm literally just going to be going day by day until I've gone through the full content of this. And I hope somewhere down the line, after you're starting to hear what I learned, that you will take the action step of registering for the next UPW. And they're going to be doing two virtual ones next year and one live a year from now. And they really treated the online people really well. They're the whole, basically two big, huge center columns in the conference center where it was just a giant collection of screens for all the people online. So it was really, really cool. Tony Robbins talks about the fact 
that emotions are everything. Emotions are life. How you feel about your life is your life. Not actually what you have. Not actually where you are financially. Not if a whole bunch of other people look up to you or think you're successful or you're famous. But your emotions are everything. Do you feel successful? Do you feel financially secure? You know, that could be with $10,000 in the bank or less. That could be with $100,000 in a bank. Or if you want a million or a billion or billions. Or if you have to be the first trillionaire, for better or for worse. But emotions determine our lives. We want to feel good. Why do you think drugs are so common? Why do you think drugs are so heavily used? Because people aren't really trying necessarily, as crazy as this is to say, to get better. We really just want to feel better. But of course, the drug approach doesn't make anything better and ends up making us feel worse. It's really the big problem there. So emotions are everything. What are the empowering emotions that you experience on a daily basis? And what are three of them? And what are three disempowering emotions you experience on a daily basis? What are the emotions that make you feel bad? So empowering emotions could be something like success, love, passion, achievement, bonding, Negative emotions could be like anger, frustration, anxiety, stress, depression. And they could get more specific. But one thing we need to identify is our emotional state. What is our, what is our current emotional state at this time? You know, what are we feeling on a daily basis and what are we telling ourselves on a daily basis? And are those the emotions that we really want to be feeling. We're not going to say, and they weren't saying, that we're going to get to feel absolutely perfect 100% of the time because I don't think that's part of the human experience. I don't really think that's the point of human experience. I think that challenges are an inherent part and point of being human, and that includes some of these negative emotions. So once we identify our exact emotional state, we know exactly what we need to do, what issues we need to approach to start to get better and move in a more positive direction. So then the question becomes, what are one or two new emotions that you want to feel? Or if it's an emotion you already thought about, like, do you want to feel it more? Or is there a whole new emotion you want to feel or is there a particular negative emotion you do not want to feel any longer? You know, take one or two and really lock in what those are, and that's going to allow you to focus on the emotional states that you want. And because this is a foundation here, it's really going to tie into everything else that we discuss. You know, what is the emotional state that you want to be in by doing something like real estate and getting a couple houses or investing in some apartments? Is it 
really about the money itself or is it about the feeling you're going to get after you get into a financial position that's better than what you're at now? And I get it. Sometimes people get to those peaks and get to those points and they have this expectation that they're going to suddenly feel this positive emotion like a rush instantly and permanently. And it doesn't really seem to work out that way. But what we did identify is that when we are pursuing these emotional goals and pursuing these physical goals, that's typically what leads us to get the emotional state that we want. So one of the defining moments of Tony Robbins' life was whenever he first decided to donate food. And this was actually, as I recall, this was actually a story told to him by somebody else that he was working with and learning from at the time who was telling Tony about his, one of his experiences donating food. And this man gets a full-on turkey dinner for this family in need. I mean, he gets the turkey, he gets the cranberry sauce, the stuffing, the potatoes, vegetables, everything. Oh, I know the story because this wasn't somebody he was learning from. This was a guy that knocked on Tony Robbins' door. Tony's family was the one that was in need. And his stepfather answered the door. Tony's stepfather. And he's immediately frustrated and frustrated. He starts to say, we don't need handouts. You can take that food somewhere else. We don't accept charity here. And this man, after they go back and forth for a while, says, are you going to let your pride bring harm to your family? And that's when Tony Robbins' stepfather takes its briefest moment to come back to himself, yanks the food out of this man's hands, and slams the door in his face. But Tony realized that this was not an experience that was negative. What he was seeing is the conversion of the negative into the positive. Something that needed addressing that just had to have the right word said to get the positive result from this negative situation. That was his stepfather defending his ego and defending his pride at the fact that he felt like a loser or a worthless father or whatever it is specifically that he was feeling to reject that offer. That was something that had to be addressed and transition and converted into positivity. And that's the catalyst that fueled Tony's desire to start feeding people through his charities and donations. Um, apparently, every ticket is feeding a bunch of people at these events. Um, I'm not sure exactly what number it said for the ticket that tickets that we got, but I mean, it was like 30 full meals for each ticket. I mean, it's something crazy. And he's actually about to hit 1 billion meals provided um, through all of his charities. He's at like 984 million at this point. So his goal is to get to 1 billion 
I believe, by the end of the year. So he's got a little ways to go, but he's very, very close. But this contribution, this type of giving back is one of the most meaningful things that we can do. And it's one of the best ways for us to achieve a positive emotional state when we're giving back to other people. And not only that, but the people that receive it can be some of the happiest people in the world too. So there's that ripple effect going on with this specific example of how giving to other people and helping other people leads to so many positive results for them and for you. So this focal point, this gratitude and this giving back, this can be one of the absolute best and easiest ways for you to start transitioning out of your negative emotional states and into your positive, improved emotional states that are the real you. We're at the halfway point, folks. Once we get back, we will continue on and on with the UPW 22 2022 content. Stay tuned. The stock market was never designed to build wealth. It was designed to keep up with inflation. The average rate of return over the last 75 years is about 7%. You'll get that even with the ups and downs. If you want a higher rate of return and less volatility, consider real estate. We make about three times as much as the stock market. Please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. That is TotalWealthAcademy.com for reservations. Thank you. Welcome back, everybody, to the TWA radio show. This is Trevor Davis, your host and lead wealth coach at TWA. I hope y'all had a great Thanksgiving last week. And just to make it clear again, I am live today, November 30th, 2022, after five weeks with being at Tony Robbins and then being sick and then Thanksgiving. So it's been a little while. So thank y'all so much for tuning in. Now, as always, I want to go into the stock market for this part before we get back to our content because there was a little bit of a change with one major stock index, and that was the Dow Jones, which is actually, you know, kind of doing a little bit better in recent history because the year-to-date loss is now only 6.84%. So let's just take a step back with that comment real quick and just identify the fact that we're saying that a loss is not that bad. You know, that's the best situation that we can get out of this particular stock discussion because it's still lost money year to date. And bearing in mind that the worst day for my radio show that I've discussed this stock was still just over a month ago. October 22nd, when it was at negative 19.54. And then actually two weeks before that, it was at negative 19.82. So Dow Jones has had a little bit of a rally. But if you're going to be under the expectation moving forward that this was the only major down cycle in this market and now we're somehow already done with the down market, know, you're going to be in big trouble because this is a transition to the down market. And I really need to emphasize this again, but down market slides are not straight lines. 
they've got ups and downs as well. So with this specific stock index, we're seeing a little bit of an uptick, which is still nonetheless negative 6.84% year to date. And S&P and NASDAQ are still in the crap. That's negative 15.74 for S&P 500, which is pretty steady um, overall for its losses that I've seen throughout my reporting. And NASDAQ is our biggest loser as usual, and they're at a negative 29.51%, so just under 30% of the value of that portfolio gone since January 1st. So just the reminder here that stocks are volatile. Stocks are more risky. You don't have any control over them. You don't get to say where the renovations go or how the assets of the business that the stocks are for are managed. It's it's just something that's out of your control, and you just have to hope that it goes up when you bought low. So if you want to do the stock market thing, I mean, you can go ahead and wait until we hit the lowest possible point of the down market. You're never going to quite know when it's the lowest, lowest point, so you kind of have to take your shot whenever you think that's going to be. And then hold on to it for dear life until we get into the highest of the high and then sell it to the people that are buying at that time, which is just what happens. And hopefully you made some money. So knock yourself out. Now, let's get back to UPW here. Four-day event. We are on day one. We'll be going through it and really going on. It's, it's just I'm going to be using this stuff a lot. Because it is so important. It is life-changing. Anybody who's serious about their life and serious about getting better needs to go out to this event at least once. I cannot emphasize that enough, but I'll certainly do my best. Tony was talking about three decisions that we have on a daily basis. What to focus on. Focus is generating your feeling. What does it mean to you? What is that activity and focus going to mean to you? Are you thinking about what you have or what you're missing? Are you thinking about what you can control or what you can't control? Are you thinking about the past, the present, or the future? We have to think about all three, I think, to be mentally healthy because that's part of our existence. And yeah, there's always only the present, and we're talking about cultivating presence overall, but you're going to have to you know, review the past, learn from some mistakes, learn from stuff that weren't mistakes, learn from your successes too, and give yourself credit for them. And of course, plan for the future. You're not living this one single day, most likely. I mean, if you're able to hear me and comprehend what I'm saying, you've lived for lots of days. Thousands of days, most likely, and you're probably going to live for thousands upon thousands more. So you're going to have to create some plans for your future to make sure you have a pleasant present once that future turns into the present. And then with all that, what's your third decision? What are you going to do on a daily basis? What is going to be the target of your focus action-wise? Are you going to execute goal-oriented actions Or are you going to be consumed by the instantaneous gratification monkey? Like most people are. Even in our country, which is supposed to be the wealthiest for everybody and supposed to be the richest for everybody. But 
as of 2022, as of today, that just has not exactly been the case. It's a very strong start, but a lot of challenges have come up. A lot of changes have happened that haven't exactly brought wealth to everybody. So for better or for worse, here we are. You need to make sure that you're going to dial down your focus as crystal clear as possible. In other words, he kind of poked fun at people that just say, I want to be rich or I just want to be successful. Because what in the world does that even mean? If we're looking at other people and we can just make a blanket statement like, oh, he's successful or he's that rich kid's son, he's that rich guy's son, and he just has everything handed to him, or he was lucky to get to celebrity status by being a rap star by age 20, or he's lucky because he's six foot eight and he got to play basketball, or whatever it is that's junking up the brain. We have to make sure that we're identifying and focusing with crystal clarity what our success is for you. And for me, like, what is Trevor Davis's success? What is your success? And I like to attach the name to it because it actually makes it feel more real for me. Um, I'm not somebody who just uses a third person like that, but if that's something that might help you, just ask yourself, like, what is your name? What is your name's version of success? And be honest because sometimes and many times, the success image that you have has been given to you by other people. It could have been given to you by your dad or your mom, both of them together with the united front of what they thought your life had to be if you had to be, you know, the classic thing from parents that we hear about all the time is like, you've got to be a doctor or a lawyer, I mean, or something to that effect. You have to make sure that you are truly identifying what you really want deep down and sort of cutting out the overthinking brain part and getting to the core brain part, the heart, if you will, that's saying, this is what I truly want, and this is not just something that somebody else has. And there's a lot of peace that can be had from that because you don't have to beat yourself up to a pulp if, for goodness sake, you don't want to be a billionaire. Or if you don't want to be a millionaire. I mean, I really hope that you do be a millionaire at least, but that's just me. That That's not necessarily you either. There's, that's a perfect example right there of somebody else giving you a definition of success that might not be yours. What is your specific level of financial success that you want to be in? Is it having $100,000 in your bank account or having 10 rental houses or 20 rental houses or one whole apartment on your own or having $5,000 a month in income or just having enough in income to where you can quit your job and have the same level of life quality? But what is it specifically that is your financial success definition? It does not have to be big. It could be small. But for most people, it's going to involve something that allows you to live the life that you want and provide the life that your loved ones want 
two. And that typically involves several thousand dollars a month once it gets down to the brass tax. I mean, let's be real here. You have bills. Your wife, your husband, sniffing other has bills. Your kids have bills. Raising kids is not free. College is not free. I think a lot of people know that at this point. It's all about defining what that specific financial success is for you. And I thought it was interesting that whenever I was doing my beginner action steps class months ago, I I just threw out a general question that's like, what exactly is the goal that you want to go for? Like, what is your definition of success? And a lady immediately raises her hand. It's like, well, what does that what does that mean exactly specifically? Like, I need I need to get some more information about that. And I did my best not to push back there, but I can't define that for you. You have to define what that is specifically for yourself. And if you need to take some time to do that, you need to take the time to do that and figure out what exactly is your financial success and get it specific, as crystal clear as possible. Once we get back, folks, we'll be at the final segment of today's TWA radio show. Stay tuned for our last section. Here's an old joke. When is the best time to buy real estate? 20 years ago. When is the second best time? Today. And this is truer than ever with the impending recession and the correction that's going on right now. Real estate investors are going to make millions of dollars in the next few years because of the recession. You should take advantage of it as well. To find out how, please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. TotalWealthAcademy.com. Just click on the free sample class button. Thank you. All right, everybody, we're at the final segment of today's radio show. I'm your host, Trevor Davis, Lead Wealth Coach at TWA. We are going to continue and wrap up today's discussion of UPW 2022, the Unleash the Power weekend. That was in West Palm Beach at the beginning of this month with Tony Robbins. I'm going to say again, if you want to attend this event, do not hesitate and take it as soon as possible if you, if you really want to get your life squared up, straightened out, and clear some of that mental clutter that may be clogging you on a daily basis and maybe cluttering just the conversation you have with yourself when you're otherwise supposed to be relaxing and doing the fun activities that you love doing. Because trust me, once it gets to that point, you know you know that you need to get some help and you need to start meditating and looking inward and figuring out what the heck is going on because you have to make sure that you've got your quiet time, your mental time to recharge properly. And that involves addressing a lot of different things on your waking hour time. So the next thing is they talk about creating an extraordinary quality of life. And we already are, we already addressed what that specific financial success is. And I just had to point out that comment that instantly got knee-jerk thrown at me at the very beginning of that class I taught months ago because it just it just reflected the attitude that there's was not an understanding of what that financial success is to begin with. 
That's not the position you want to be in. And we know that when people are not in the positions they want to be in and they're mad or upset about it, they start to lash out at other people and create problems for others. And that negativity has blowback and that negativity has the ripple effects too that we do not want. We don't want the negative crap. We don't want to deal with the mental BS on a daily basis. We can't control the behavior of other people. We can't control if they're going to be nice or mean to us or this, that, and the other. But we can control our own mental state and our emotions. And that doesn't always mean we can just snap our fingers and go into a positive, complete emotional state instantly in an extraordinarily challenging situation. But we can set ourselves up with some tools that allow us to power through some of the more challenging events. So with identifying the extraordinary life, what has prevented you from creating your extraordinary life before? What is something that has prevented you from getting the result or stood in your way Or it's just something you find yourself repeating over and over and over again and you feel like a broken record at this point and you don't feel like you can break out of it. Or somebody else has pointed that you sound like a broken record or somebody else has pointed out that you're a hypocrite about this. A lot of people suffer from the fear of making the same mistakes over and over again and experiencing the pain from doing those mistakes again. And that was a big one that I addressed during this event. And I think one of the biggest things that helped me address it is that as terrible as those events were that I get hung up about, I'm still here. I'm still standing as the Elton John song goes. And I love that song because it speaks to me. But if I'm still here and I'm still able to speak and do something about it and get myself into better mental shape or physical shape or whatever challenge I'm facing or whatever it had to do specifically with that avenue of life, I, I'm still here. I still have the opportunity to get better and change in that specific avenue. So we talked about the past does not equal the future. We have a specific set of beliefs that have been most strongly etched into our brains by past experience. You know, a lot of people get jaded about relationships because not only do we have unrealistic expectations for relationships, aka demands of relationships, we end up going through For most of us, multiple relationships that end up being abject failures. When a relationship ends and y'all break up, that's a failed relationship. And most of us have gotten to a point where we're with a significant other that we love tons. And it took us through getting a lot of crap to get to that point, didn't it? And I think both partners can typically agree with that situation because normally we have had past relationships that failed. So what did we learn from that? Well, maybe that person wasn't the best person, but we certainly learned more about what we actually want. 
didn't we? What is it specifically that you wanted for the relationship, and what can be an expectation versus a demand, and what can be the partner that you want versus something being taken for granted? You know, the relationships are so dynamic and so ever-changing and fluid that it's sometimes hard to just pin down these singular expectations. Of course, there are some, like monogamy, that are very much clear-cut, but there's a whole lot of stuff that, you know, sometimes you just have bad days. But the past does not equal the present or the future. Your relationship does not have to be defined by the failed relationships of the past. It doesn't have to be defined by the crap that somebody told you about you whenever they were breaking up with you or you were breaking up with them because usually that's how it works. You know, you're breaking up with somebody and then they bring out every single rude thing they could probably ever think of to you at once. So you get a really nice impression of them and last last final impression of them once they go. So I think a lot of people can relate to that right there. But with all that, the point is that if you're still here, was the pain really that freaking bad? The pain really wasn't that bad. It really wasn't that bad. A lot of people say that God doesn't give us something that we cannot handle. And no, I'm not a particularly religious person, but I love that saying because if you think it's the universe or God or Mother Earth or whatever, I believe it. I don't believe we're given anything that can be too hard for us to handle. I don't believe that is the case. So ultimately, this pain that we're so stuck on, that we're trying to avoid again, I mean, it wasn't really that bad at the end of the day. So we can at least identify that as paranoid and obsessive as we are at avoiding that pain, I mean, for goodness sake, if it happened again, we'd probably still be here and fine. So we don't need to obsess over avoiding negative outcomes and stressing ourselves out over finding the absolute perfect thing or perfect opportunity, whatever that is considered to us and whatever we consider that to be the perfect expectation. So you also need to think about these stressful thoughts and these patterns that come up. I love this part because when I start the show with the Einstein quote about change, we're looking at changing patterns. We're not just looking to go to the gym one day and have an expectation that we're going to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger or we're going to lose 50 pounds. That's not how this works. You have to create a consistent pattern to get consistent results. And you have a set of consistent results already. Therefore, you have a consistent set of patterns. So the empowerment with this comes from pattern recognition. You have to be able to identify. You must identify your patterns. 
What are the things that you tell yourself on a daily basis? What are the actions you commit to on a daily basis? And then you're going to basically flip the script and not quite ditch them yet. What you're going to do actually at first is take advantage of them to the best of your ability to leverage the existing patterns that you already have. Because there might be some things that are part of you that are almost impossible to change. Or if you look at it correctly, in that pattern, it's not exactly impossible to change. It's just that there's a certain pattern in your brain itself that can be redirected to different things. So you use the patterns that are there for better activities and better better people, surrounding yourself with better people, and create new patterns. This is actually an entire thing I'm going to have to start going over at next week's radio show with the patterns, so we just scratched the surface on that. Um, Happy Wednesday, everybody. Thank you all so much for coming back, and I will see you all next Wednesday live on the radio show. Thank you so much. You've been listening to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Please remember that this show is for entertainment purposes only and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investing advice. Always get a professional opinion before making any investment decisions. To find out more about coaching and consulting at Total Wealth Academy, visit TotalWealthAcademy.com and attend one of our free sample classes on real estate investing. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.